Hello and welcome to a new episode of Injury Time with me, Sandeep. Uh, this week we have a special guest with us. Uh, played uh, won the title, the I League title, with Bangalore FC. That's where I first got to know about him. Played for some of the biggest clubs, Bagan, Chennai City, and now uh, Kerala Blasters as well. Uh, thank you for joining me here, Darren. We have Darren Kaldira from Sari. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Thank so, you. Uh, How are you? How are you dealing with the quarantine stuff? Uh it's damn boring man to be honest. Yeah. Like stuck at home pretty much. Uh today was a pretty productive day that way I like managed to clean a lot of the, the house, a lot of work that I was spending at quite a bit of that. And uh yeah man, just like been been on the phone quite a bit watching a lot of shows. Um I can't even like start reading cuz um a lot of the books that i have are not with me at the moment they are like with a couple of friends around but i can't even head out to get them so um that's something i'm missing out on but yeah it's just i can't wait for it to get over i'm missing like exercising more than anything i'm yeah, just getting out and running around a bit but yeah yeah i've been uh, sweeping the floor washing dishes and uh, walking on the roof essentially <laughs> that's what i've been reduced to but uh, yeah. you may not remember this this is uh, one of our first interaction uh, i was just starting out as a reporter at that time uh, yeah. during a bfc day out we had a journalist match between two oh, yeah. group journalists and uh, you were yeah you were the coach yeah, from my team co- oh i remember man i remember like yeah i, I do remember this man that was a, i think we lost in the finals or semis or something yeah we lost we lost 1-0 <laughs> yeah, I remember. But it was a good day. It was good fun, man. I yeah. It. Dude, yeah. what what stands out for me is uh, yeah. after the first half, you came and told me, uh, "Dude, just keep doing what you're doing. Eventually, one of the crosses, the striker is going to connect because you've been just uh, crossing a lot." I said, "Darren, I'm done. Yeah. I can't run anymore." Yeah. <laughs> so no, that's that was... the whole point. Eh? Your job was to put the crosses, and now it's up to the strikers to get it in. But yeah, man, just. for a bit of motivation i could give i think at that point but yeah. unfortunately there was a mistake from my defender i would blame the defender squarely yeah. at the ball go team mistake man we went together lose together no no we point fingers immediately <laughs> because <laughs> no. so, uh, so uh, how tell me about the season how was uh, living in kerala uh kerala was great man i mean um, as a team obviously and individually also um, like we weren't happy and even um, like as a team we had a really good squad so before we started off we were very positive and uh, like we had the playoffs obviously uh, that was on our mind and looking at our team our squad we were very confident we would and uh, obviously pre-season and everything was a bit of a mess and we had to cut it short come back to uh, come back to kerala and then obviously we didn't have quality uh, practice matches lined up basically i felt there was one more reason and obviously i i mean you guys have heard it a lot about the injury also i felt played a big part yeah. like all of us picked up injuries right from pre-season yeah so it started off on a bad note but no excuses yeah for that reason we got such a big squad so um it was just one of those seasons yeah where nothing worked out yeah i mean like as a team i thought we were really good we had a couple of games where we were really good we should have got points and we didn't and um yeah i mean that's the story yeah. you just you like think ahead now the season's over 
just got to like look back at the mistakes or whatever we did and focus on the next one now so that's how it works yes uh, so i would just wanted to go back to your beginning uh, yeah. you were with mahindra united as a kid yeah. uh, and then yeah. you went to valencia for a year in the middle yeah for a bit yes. yeah how how was that experience in valencia because i know you speak spanish because uh, ronal told spanish, me that you used yeah. to help ronal told me you used to help in uh, conversations with the foreigners when they first came yeah i still have some uh, pending money left now with bfc they still need to pay me as a translator <laughs> i did quite a few quite a few interviews there uh mm-hmm. but uh yeah man so i was in uh, valencia for a year i mean it was great to be honest yeah. just uh, an entirely different culture altogether man football is so like it's so nice to see how football is as a sport out there yeah. like i mean right from the tiny kids till like grandparents and stuff everyone so like involved and personally also it was just it was great i learned a lot yeah. like i mean just stepping out and seeing how football works elsewhere and um, it was it was nice it was a good one year i just grew as a person and a footballer obviously and i i really think it helped me out like so far in my career has been helping me out so um, i mean that stint was was something like obviously i cherish a lot yeah. so you coming from bombay uh, mahindra shut down you moved to air india dev now uh, no longer there at least at least yeah. at the higher levels uh, even mumbai you played for mumbai also mumbai fc they also yeah. have shut down so what yeah. do you feel like about the mumbai football culture because earlier you used to have a lot more people and lot more teams and stuff coming from that side yeah i mean it's is very unfortunate yeah, to be honest I've, like i've been pretty lucky and grateful at least uh, a lot of footballers my age uh, while growing up we had quite a few teams obviously there's mahindra mumbai fc air india there was also ongc in the middle that was there so um, i mean you have quite a few clubs you had a bit of a platform to like you know get out there and get onto the indian football circuit but obviously off late you just have uh, mumbai city fc that are playing at the highest level yeah. so there's there's no other team and uh, there are a lot of there, there's a lot of talent in bombay to be honest there are a lot of kids i know um, and it's just that they don't have anywhere to go yeah. no play, no no club to play for yeah. so they're all like stepping out uh, giving trials and trying to make it work so a few of them obviously it clicks for them uh, but there are like hundreds of footballers that right now who just don't have that opportunity here so i just hope things change we we get more clubs from bombay because just one club is not enough here you need a quite a, you need quite a few clubs here from a city so what was it like for you growing up playing uh, with so many clubs there to choose from and mahindra had obviously a great uh, system also a lot of like people i know came yeah. through mahindra Yeah, I mean, Mahindra was amazing. I was, I was uh, very lucky actually, because uh, I was first part of the under-19 team, and then a couple of us got uh, obviously promoted to the senior. Very few of us, I think, two or three of us, and uh, the senior team was just amazing. Yeah. It was an experience. Obviously, I never played any. Uh, I only played the Bombay League. I never, unfortunately, never played the I League for Mahindra. But just training with those sets of those those players that were there, like all the the Mahesh Gowlies, the Venkatesh, like. I mean it was it was a dream for me I would just look forward to every morning just getting on the training pitch and and just being alongside them yeah. that was that was an experience yeah. just playing alongside and you learn so much yeah. like I'm still in touch with a lot of them and uh, they've just been great like uh, mentors and you know support whenever I need anything anytime they always just, just like a text message away 
so it was just amazing yeah just stepping on the the field with all those guys yeah yeah and then came your move to bsc uh yeah. so yeah. talk about the first move because we know pradyum must have been the main uh, point of contact yeah. Yeah, so pradyum uh, was the was the one i i was in touch with actually and he spoke about the project and spoke about how this you know what he's looking at at bfc and he wants to, he want, he didn't want to like start off with the club and just get all the big names and you know get one of those big budget teams and you know start steamrolling their way to the league he didn't want to do that he wanted to get you know a lot of players he's watched over the years and you know form a solid team not only on the field but off the field that was a main focus at bfc initially yeah. they didn't just want to get big players and you know just just get a team that wins the league yeah. they wanted to form like a they were very very true on that they wanted to form like a family very strong bond so they got in players very he, he thought a lot about it before getting a lot of players a lot of players so um i was in touch with with pradyum and as soon as like i mean something came up i was and that was my first move outside bombay like i was always there were opportunities to head out and i was very iffy all the time i was like should i leave bombay should i step out and i'm so glad i did honestly that was like the best move i made i was just stepping out of bombay and moving to bfc so pradyum gets all the credit here for that uh yeah yeah and obviously well, that turned out to be a very successful stint for you because obviously you won the i league yeah. uh, i think you didn't start the first few games but uh, some injuries and something and you came in and then yeah. you played a lot of games after under ashley so yeah, now so I obviously the, I missed, yeah sorry sorry where yeah no you're saying no no i missed actually the first game i didn't i didn't play and then uh, i remember toy got sent off yeah. unfortunately yeah. the first game So then, yeah, I think that was the first game itself, and the second game I started, and then obviously, and we won the second game, and and obviously I got my run of games then. I uh, think with the Ashley. second game you put a throw ball for the goal from midfield. Uh, the second no, or third game. I think game. it was, I think it was third or fourth or something like that. I don't remember, but but yeah. Yeah. So yeah, uh, one of those games. Obviously, that season has taken mythical proportions. because of uh, the success that you guys had and what the club went yeah. on to achieve after but yeah. like what was it uh, can you talk us through the the season because in the beginning i know for a fact that your contracts had a bonus of if you finish in the top 7 because winning yeah. the title was Somebody not in something that you thought of Now, going we, we, we never we never thought of that honestly and even i remember initially when he formed the team A lot of guys were like, it was a joke amongst a lot of our friends who were footballers with other teams, and they were just laughing about it, saying like, "You guys are going to get hammered." Like, you know, I mean, looking at your team and stuff like that. Because, uh, like, if you go to see, apart from maybe Sunil and and Robin, we didn't have any high-profile Indian players. Yeah, there were a lot of players who've been around, but none of mm. the the bigger names. Yeah, so it was just maybe Sunil and Robin. So I remember. uh then the national team also had their their camp in bangalore around the same time when we had our pre-season yeah so we played i think a game or two also against them and we went touch with a lot of the footballers there so all of them were like you guys are going to get hammered and and you know and i don't know what's going to happen about your team but i they everyone just took notice was after we played the first practice game against the national team that is when they realized like okay these guys do like have something you know like i mean they but no one obviously thought we're going to win the league everyone thought like okay these guys would be a, one of those teams that would be difficult to beat but still like winning managing to win the league wouldn't be an option but uh, all credit to to pradyum and uh, ashley yeah, they just uh, like turned a bunch of 
like decent footballers i won't even be like amazing football like decent footballers are into this into this team that were pretty much unbeatable yeah, that at that point yeah. like i mean good like credit to them yeah. so what was it about the the team that uh, made it so difficult to beat obviously i followed the whole season but from the inside i think we were just very tight yeah. we had this this bond as a team which was unbelievable yeah. like it's something i'm not seen at, at other teams to be honest um right from pre season ashley made sure we had a lot of team building exercises and stuff like that we went out for like we went out to the pubs we went out for dinners movies we did a lot of that yeah like i mean at any point you would find any player like was just hanging out with with anybody else it wasn't like you know had groups in that team to be honest like everyone was just so tight uh, and i think that's what that's what was one of the, the major reasons i feel that uh, we were like like so good as a team yeah. like on the field and off the field yeah. we were just just one family yeah. yeah and you obviously played with uh, alongside one of my favorite players menyonger john menyonger Oh yeah. Uh, what a dream to watch him only. So what yeah, was yeah. I mean, very underrated. Not many people know about him and person. Yeah, man. Like, I mean, the thing was, I I remember playing against Menyonga a couple of times when he was in in Shillong, and I always thought he was a good player. But that was you you like I mean, when you come up against the player, you realize how good he is. But then when you see him in training, is when you realize how good a player actually is. And uh, Menyonga was different level, man. Like to be honest, like. I'm one of what a player I think he's one of BFC's best foreign players ever because uh, he was technically so good he wasn't obviously the biggest guy wasn't the strongest but you could never get the ball off him he was that sort of a player man like like never loses the ball rarely you would find him losing a ball and he was just someone like you could pass him the ball even if he had like three or four opponents around him because you know he would protect that ball and somehow get out of trouble and give it back to you he was that sort of player So Menyonga to me, like we we even talk about a lot of us yeah from the first year when we speak about it, we are like we I don't think we would have won the league without Menyonga impossible like I mean everyone talks about Curtis and and Johnson and obviously Sunil and Rooney scoring the goals up front but Menyonga was the guy who like made the like I mean we were ticking because of him yeah like he was he was that guy in the middle the backbone yeah yeah so everything went but- through him basically. Uh I remember the first game you guys played at home uh, yeah. drew 1-1 with Bagan they scored uh, late yeah. in the game from a corner or something and uh, yeah. so, as a reporter I was like oh okay these guys are now holding Bagan Mohan Bagan like a big team so yeah. when did that come to you as players that oh okay actually we can win the title here when did that thought come to you guys and did that then add more pressure I mean we never thought about winning the title initially at least I don't remember of us ever speaking about winning the league it was like it could be around 6 or 7 games in when we realized cuz we are still somewhere around the top we want in the bottom half so that's when we felt like we can win the league and we realized like we are good enough obviously cuz we are playing opponents and we are we're beating them or we're like or it's a draw or something of that sort so i think after like 6 or 7 games we thought like we can win this league I, like i don't remember us ever having a chat about like in pre-season saying we're going to win the league or something of that sort like it was always a couple of games in maybe around 6 or 7 was when we started thinking about the league for sure did that then add more pressure on the way you guys had to perform uh not really uh, i don't think there was pressure but uh there was like we were just very 
like i feel like a lot of us also in the team had a point to prove cuz uh, um like i said like i mean with the team we had a lot of a lot of us in like we said we never had the high profile players like apart from a sunil or robin we had a lot of players who were on like in like been in the circuit for a long while but not like like not a lot of players who won the league previously or something of that sort or like been having consistent seasons so i feel like individually also a lot of the players had a point to prove and um, yeah, we were just pumped to get out then we could see we were physically in great condition also so every time we stepped on the field like i felt before like again, i'm talking about my what i felt was every time i stepped on the field i already felt like i was better than the opponent because yeah. i physically i was in great shape and i just felt as a team we were so prepared because actually really got us prepared man like for every single game whether it was set pieces or the kind of formation we were playing the kind of football we would play and how we studied our opponents we like felt we already had the upper hand before game man. so every time we stepped in we were super confident i don't think we were we were under pressure ever i just felt everyone was super pumped and confident every single time yeah so uh, ashley is obviously another uh... someone who keeps coming in your career because he helped yeah. uh, took you to atk yeah. as well uh, was yeah. a technical director you played for him also during the time when he was a manager at atk uh, yeah. but unfortunately his career is is a few bad choices i guess in terms of picking clubs uh, but yeah. for you obviously what is achieved with bfc is phenomenal like two league titles and federation cup and all is uh, fantastic achievements but uh, i have heard some stories about ashley in the dressing room like half times he was just some other i mean you see a different side of ashley on the press conferences and on the touchline half time was something else yeah but that's i i guess that's where every coach are. you you see a lot of coaches who are, are calm generally on the touchline or like like this very meek demeanor but like obviously they're different in a dressing room every coach is different yeah they're not like how they would be in a press con so but i i feel like you need a a kick up the backside every now and then yeah. even as 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 footballers yeah, sometimes you need to be reminded of why you're out there and what you need to do and how you need to get the job done so that, like i feel like you need you need that a bit of you need that you need someone to be a bit of like a bit aggressive every now and then yeah and ashley just knew how to get the best out of every single player uh, in the in the team yeah. whether it was a I, the, the thing i liked about him is he never differentiated between um say the, a player who's like 16 or 17 like a junior player or it could be like a sunil everyone was the same for them so if he was yelling at a sunil he would be yelling at someone who was younger everyone was the same he treated everyone the same whether it was a foreigner or indian player that's what i liked about him and there's no he never differentiated uh, so yeah that was that was one of those things is there any ashley story that you can share with us some funny story and uh, i mean funny story yeah. i mean the, there been quite a few yeah like i mean uh, like i i think i remember the game the, the first season against churchill uh, in goa away in goa so we were down 1-0 if i'm not mistaken yeah like i remember i was on the bench for that game and we were down 1-0 he just got me on just before half time he got me on so um, like I, i barely got on the field like in 2 3 minutes it was half time and then we went back to the dressing room and uh, so obviously if you one nil down ashley let loose completely yeah. like he started off with johnny menyonga out of all the people and just ripped into every single person in the dressing room and like some players obviously so th- some players react differently when you get like a bit of yelling and some players just go into a shell 
but uh, like he just went ham on every single person and like maybe there were a couple of chairs kicked or whatever i'm not sure maybe <laughs> but he just went ham on every single guy but he came out and we we scored three after that yeah. so that was actually for you man like i mean like he like he knows when to be calm and he knows when to let loose yeah so that was one thing about him man he always got the best out of us yeah so that's the important bit absolutely uh, the next part of it that i want to touch in is in bagan mm-hmm. now how what does that mean you played a lot of games in the kolkata league right uh, i played a few you won the kolkata in the kolkata yeah we won the we won the calcutta league actually yeah so, so calcutta league is probably one of those uh, leagues which which is a local league but still holds like a, a crazy high expectations and uh, exalted position in terms of indian leagues happening in india yeah. so what was that yeah. like this is something richard could uh, ask me to ask you it, it's uh, in it's insane you you got to like attend a, a kolkata league match to know what it is man like i mean uh, like my first time i could not believe it honestly yeah. like i was shocked to see um, the 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 amount of fans our stadium was packed basically and i could see the amount of people just just queuing up it started from where the ticket counter and it went on the road still like so far away i just couldn't believe it the first time i came for the calcutta league match and it was insane uh, like i mean the fans were just unbelievable uh, like like I, i cannot explain like i mean for a Cal- like i did not expect it because it was a calcutta league game i'm so used to playing like a, a local league game maybe in, in bombay or like it could be another city and you find a couple of hundred people there and you know it's it's all all right you win lose you just go back home but in calcutta league every every pass you make every mistake you make you can hear all the fans from the outside and that's what's amazing about uh, like was amazing about calcutta football and mohan bagan obviously yeah. like i mean every single mistake and i just remember the first first game we drew 1-1 in the calcutta league and the fans and obviously started abusing everybody and they just went ham on us that's when i realized how much it means like every single game there's no there's no drawing or losing in calcutta it's it's you have to win every single game that's how it works over there whether you whether you play shit football or not you win 1-0 go back that's what they want like a 1-1 will not do basically but that's that's how it is man the pressure i love it yeah. that's how i mean you need that pressure to like you know get to the top yeah i mean you're playing at that level so it's it's normal you have to deal with it yeah. do you feel like it is more pressure than an i league the calcutta league in some ways yeah really i i feel i feel so cuz i feel like our calcutta league's game like at least our home matches happened in in our mohan bagan ground which is very tiny and the fans are right there is right next to you yeah. so and it's packed every single time yeah. so there's obviously you can hear them and there's a lot of pressure with i league a lot of the home matches also you wouldn't find a packed stadium i mean a lot of people obviously but you wouldn't find a packed stadium so there's still i feel a little, it's it's still a bit easy that way i feel with the i league yeah. but the richard really wanted me to talk to you about the local league the yeah. the local the feel of the kolkata because the we lo- i've never lo- i've never been to a kolkata league game but i've heard so much stories yeah. about what yeah. an insanity that place has and like you said fans are much closer to you than yeah, probably at all yeah. you can hear yeah. individual abuse yeah. yeah the thing Hello. is especially cuz mohan bagan uh, when they have the, the local league games when you get out of the, the the tunnel kind of the fans are right above you yeah so they're leaning over and they're right next to you so you can see they're straight away yelling at you or someone spitting or someone is throwing something at you so they're right there so that's how 
how close they are to you yeah. like i mean i feel i feel for the cops also honestly because they literally can't handle everybody yeah. there are like so many fans and very few cops but 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 yeah that's the thing because they're so close to you like at a salt lake they're not that close yeah. they're like quite far away you get out of there you get into the tunnel and you're still okay but with calculate they're right there yeah. i mean even while exiting the mohan bagan ground they're all waiting right outside the entrance so there are a couple of back entrances which we figured which we would slip out from the back basically to escape the crowd yeah, it's that bad so um, <laughs> i mean in our case it was good cuz we were winning obviously mm. every pretty much every game so the fans were just waiting outside to congratulate everyone and you know like just get a hold of you but still we had to like exit from the back every single time to like get out and go home but but yeah i mean it was insane obviously when we won the league yeah, i i can't tell you like i mean if uh, i could send you the pictures later at some point or some videos like of everyone just jumped out of the stands everyone got out of the seats and got onto the field so the field was filled with fans i remember i had some pictures of like people holding on to me pulling my jersey my shorts like i didn't, i honestly thought <laughs> i was going to i could i didn't know if i was going to make it out of there yeah, cuz we were just they just thronged the field yeah, all of them it was just insane i can't i can't explain to you yeah, the feeling of of winning the calcutta league was massive yeah. it was Look, crazy if you yeah. play if you play kolkata derby obviously you played the uh, been uh, yeah. in that situation is it yeah. more crazy in the local league than it is in the i league when i league it's a spectacle it's historic it's this and that like you know, i think i think people. it's simi- I, i think the derby is similar though the derby is is is, is very similar where it's a calcutta league or the i league and uh, the thing is also the like i feel like everyone talks about the derby and the day but i feel like the derby starts like a week or two before yeah like the whole the build up to the derby is also insane yeah like for anybody who's playing for the club cuz the fans are there like every single day outside the training ground before training after training like encouraging you and saying how we need to beat east bengal in my case like we need to beat them you step out on the road to buy groceries the shopkeepers and all are reminding you how the derby is in a week and how we need to win and how we need to beat them and things like that so is the whole build up to the derby which is insane yeah like just leading up to the game and obviously on the day the derby is just is something else yeah. like i talk to a lot of people about it i when i speak to some youngsters or i speak to anybody else who not been part of the derby it's just i can't explain the game yeah. like it's there's no other game like the derby yeah there's no other game no other game i ever watched or ever like played in the derby is just is some is something else and i wish every footballer could experience that at some point in their career do you feel like when that kind of a situation is happening you you don't really have control of what's going on like you're playing in sort of a daze or something because sometimes I you mean have that, this yeah no, I, like to be honest is one thing is is because you can't hear each other on the field like you can't hear your teammates you can't hear anybody because so sometimes like you know you're yelling out instructions or someone's yelling at you and you don't know it like you, you obviously your teammate can't hear you you can't hear your teammate and then suddenly from somewhere someone one of your teammates will just come you pull you from the back and be like listen why aren't you doing this and suddenly you realize it's 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 crazy there's so much happening around you and no one knows you know you don't know what's happening and then obviously there's every every pass you make or like if it's a mistake or a goal you score and then you can hear like thousands just going crazy it's it's surreal man you just like i mean i don't know how to explain it it's just you need to experience that yeah. like i mean for every footballer you just have to experience it dude like i don't know if i can make justice by like th- through words that way but it's it's just something yeah. it's do you it's feel like the fans do you feel like the fans give you tactical advice in the week for build up to the derby think what no, no, 100% to- no the fans are always giving you 
tactical advice throughout your stint with a calcutta club yeah. like i've i've heard so much from the kirana store owner to like has to go by vegetables out here tactical advice from them from random people like the guy who i would get my wifi from would be telling me how we should be playing or like it's is basically everyone in calcutta every fan has an opinion man. like i mean it's like he knows everything about the club and knows how football works so it's just one of those things that you have to listen sometimes yeah. you can't it's not like you just have to listen and be like okay fine i mean i get it like i mean i understand but yeah i mean that's it you just need to listen yeah. that's all what's the funniest advice you got like the advice would just be like it would be it wouldn't make sense sometimes it would just be like get the ball and go past those two players and score and all it's easy to say like is is that sort of advice yeah. and they would be like why aren't you passing it to this one or why aren't you doing this why aren't you doing that i mean it like i mean as a footballer you know how it works on the field yeah like it's it's that's why it's difficult like as a fan you just watch it from the outside and think like it looks so easy but it's it's totally different on the field but you're constantly getting advice and tips from like fans yeah, in calcutta so yeah. yeah as a journalist also you're watching and you can see the whole pitch and you're not like uh, being pressed by four uh, big burly people right and you can see hey, that yeah. guy's lob the ball to him he's running but then obviously yeah. you are dealing with your own thing in the middle so yeah, yeah. Uh, so the then you moved to kerala yeah you had a stint with atk also in between but yeah. again that was not a great season for the entire club i think yeah. it was a restructuring had just happened and stuff and uh, pretty much yeah yeah, yeah. but Kerala Blasters when you moved there yeah from Kolkata to another footballing hotbed with uh, yeah. a cauldron like noise in that entire stadium yeah what was that experience like oh man again kerala is was like i mean kerala again the stint was amazing yeah. like on a personal level i didn't play enough unfortunately i got injured in pre-season came back there were players doing like there were a lot of players in my position doing well and obviously as well out. Yeah. for us as well but i mean we didn't personally and even as a team we didn't do well but i really wish we did only for the fans because they are also like amazing man the fans there uh, at least this season they were so supportive uh throughout constantly supporting us after training through like messages and videos and sending us a lot of support and um, i just wish we could have done better we had a better season only for them because uh, Kerala's also crazy they love they love their football there like i mean just just everywhere you go in in, in kerala we were based in kochi but everywhere we went they they love their football they know every single player where they are from and they follow every single player so kerala was was i mean just amazing again yeah. so from your uh, experience playing in bombay bangalore chennai kolkata and now kerala as well what are the difference that you notice in the uh, would you put you i am not asking you to pick one best fan yeah. obviously i yeah. don't want to put you yeah. in that spot but uh, yeah. what are the difference that you notice in fan culture uh i feel like cuz cuz obviously bombay football's big it's amazing everyone there's a lot of people who love football but uh, i i feel like cuz cricket is so 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 massive here you don't have as many people um i feel like at least in bombay football a lot of people would prefer watching a game on tv than actually like going to the stadium and watching a game you obviously have your couple of hundreds who do that uh but it's it's not like a a kerala or a calcutta where they will 
make sure they go to the stadium or something like i mean in calcutta or kerala even there would be people who rather buy a, a ticket a match ticket they, they maybe skip a meal and buy a match ticket to watch a game yeah. like i mean it's it's, it's that way in kerala or calcutta because because they love their football yeah. it, it's i mean it's different there yeah. yeah it's, it's much more than a sport basically yeah one thing uh, that sunil one told me was in kerala like whether he played he obviously played only against the kerala blasters he said if i if we play good football and we score a goal they appreciate that we did yeah, that yeah. Uh, and yeah. maybe that's not the same case in uh, bangalore or even uh, kolkata for that matter because yeah. bangalore you get shit if you if you score yeah. against bsc yeah. it doesn't yeah. matter how great a goal that is so you feel like that yeah. is also there yeah i that is 100% because i've seen the fans appreciate uh, the opposition players of the score good ball outs actually it's the first time uh, it was when i was in fc the the second year no the first year when we went for the federation cup to to kerala to manjeri we played over there and uh, and we we realized a lot of the fans just loved they kept cheering us on cuz they realized the way we are playing every goal we scored they, so basically they just came out to watch football watch good football whether it was ours or whether it was a sporting club the goa whether it was a salgaonkar whoever was just playing well and who was scoring they were just cheering that team it didn't matter they never chose sides they just chose basically who played good football who scored they just came out to have a good time so that's the first time i actually realized like these guys just want to watch good football that's all yeah. they were not picking sides and and you can still see that in fans even in kerala blasters fans yeah. they do appreciate uh, the opposition uh, every now and then yeah, i am a gokulam kerala fc fan so obviously Uh, there is a rift over there but uh, yeah, yeah I, there is one more thing i wanted to check uh, how was it working with elko because for me <laughs> he's an ex, he's a character let's put it that way uh, unfortunately i think he's on his way out uh, probably should have been in my opinion given another year there at least to get his message across but uh, how is it working with elko is he the same character that we see outside inside also in the training camp i think because elko is a very very passionate coach uh, one of his qualities is he's super passionate and uh, he he's thinking about football i think like 24/7 yeah he's always thinking about football um it's training it's videos off the field he's he's watching videos he's um, watching games he's obviously compiling videos for us to watch later he does a lot of that and um, his attention to detail is 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 insane yeah whether it's like very it could be like minute details about an opposition yeah about minute details about how a, a a particular player would trap a ball every single time or which side he he prefers dribbling on you know things like that just minute details which he obviously puts forward to the whole team every single time and um, also appreciate i really appreciate his style of football like he believes in playing football he doesn't believe in like just like kicking the ball long or you know things like that. obviously we would use our strength sometimes with a player like messi kick it long to him so he could hold but he always believed in playing out from the back yeah from our goalkeepers always playing it out to our center backs or our wing backs and uh, in spite of us making you could see sometimes we were getting under pressure we were making mistakes but he never um changed his philosophy yeah. he always stuck to it so you got to give him credit for that and um yeah he's he's really like he is a really good coach man amazing coach and he's like it was a pleasure to work with him i really hope he 
he stay, stays around for another year so let's see how that goes yeah another thing uh, richard told me was you are a teammates teammate like uh, clubs would love to have you because of the person that you are i mean yeah. he's just being he's being far too kind uh, yeah. uh, no he's but i have heard this from multiple people yeah. so uh, what and i there is also this one i when he said it i remembered this also during all the stuff that was happening politically i think you are one of the very few sports people uh, who spoke about it uh, nationally because everybody was just keeping quiet about it so it obviously you like to say the you have a certain view what is right and what is not and you're not afraid to say it so we really appreciate it as a, a you know fellow indian or a fellow journalist or to see someone from the sporting fraternity saying things that most of the others are afraid to say so yeah. obviously that is there so i don't think he's exaggerating over there in terms of yeah. being a yeah <laughs> maybe yeah. okay sure uh, so before i let you go and i didn't discuss this earlier yeah. with you i and i thought okay i'll do this because i don't i don't want to give you too much time to think about it also Uh, yeah. If you had to pick the best eleven that you played with, best eleven that I played with, uh, I could man, but uh, could it be you know goalkeeper could be uh, Sandeep Nandi, uh, right back would be why, why, why Sandeep Nandi? Because the time I was with Sandeep Nandi was when he was with the national team. and playing for mahindra he was the best goalkeeper in india at that moment there was no one better than him like subrata came much later and uh, sandeep nandi was was a top keeper man and played at the highest level for the longest time so for me i think off the top of my head yeah, honestly sandeep yeah, yeah okay yeah name. that's what i wanted yeah yeah off the top of my head sandeep nandi is the first name obviously that comes uh, right back i would say I'll give it to Reno Anto because uh, Reno was unbelievable the first season at BFC, and um, I'm like I was still I was every time every single time I was bummed out how he wasn't called for the national team. I just don't get it because to me like he was just way ahead of any other right back in the country at that moment. So be Reno Anto great for cross. me. Great crossing he had. Not only not only crossing, yeah. Just I felt like he was a complete right back, yeah. Just defensively. Also, he was very intelligent. He was good on the ball. He had everything. Yeah. So Reno Anto for me, right back. Uh, center back would be. Oh man, this, this yeah, really, I know. There, there, there's so many, so many names. Or the first one would be John Johnson. Yeah, like I mean, Johnson was uh, just, just amazing, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was just, he he was a leader, man. He was one of those fighters. Yeah, like I mean, he would give his 110 percent every game. Like you, if he like Johnson would be someone you would, you would ask him to play a game with a broken leg, and he would play it if he had to save the team. Yeah, he's that sort of a character. So John Johnson for me, alongside maybe Mahesh Gauli, because I feel like Mahesh Gauli was like the best Indian defender, centre back in my opinion, who I've at least watched play or played alongside. Like Mahesh Gauli for me, and. Uh, A left back, I would say, Devabrata Roy, also because I played with him, and uh, he was another one of those left backs who who's like played at the highest level for the longest time, but again very underrated. But to me, like I felt Devabrata Roy were 
was a really really good left back and also a really nice person yeah that's why i'm a little biased towards him uh so devo brother roy for me left back uh you think 433 or 442 like i don't know man what i'm doing to be honest what formation i think i'm going for a 442 i'll try to accommodate uh it's going to be tough man i think there's got to be alvaro rubio has to be there in the in the in the midfield man cuz another insane player i only wish he was there longer in indian football eh, to be honest cuz everyone would get a get to watch the quality this guy had yeah. like he was different level man this guy so uh, you so, so talk to me about that uh, run to the afc cup final no yeah how how was that like rubio was so so important in that run yeah yeah unbelievable man the player like uh, he was just again one of those players who was so comfortable on the ball um and uh, a lot a lot of times in training i would play against him and i would realize how good he was cuz um uh, you could never catch him like i don't know i don't know how to explain this to you but he was so smart like every time he got a touch he would just move to a different place and it was impossible to get him catch him on the field uh he was just so intelligent as a footballer and i mean you obviously realize cuz the level he's played at la liga and everything for so many years that's when you realize the level these guys are at cuz he was impossible to catch again he was so good on the ball he wasn't the strongest but again he was just so difficult to catch so you could never get a piece of him man. that's how it was like if every time you wanted to tackle him he was just never around you cuz he was just so quick to move around the ball and uh, also he was i think around 36 or something or 35 36 yeah, 30, when he came yeah. if i'm not yeah if i'm not mistaken but he was supremely like i can't tell you how fit he was like he was fit, fitter than most guys in the team yeah so uh, like it didn't matter the age didn't matter really so alvaro has to be there in the midfield for me along alongside uh alongside johnny manyonga again man yeah and i was like if you didn't man. say his name it's not cool <laughs> yeah johnny manyonga had to be there another we spoke about him yeah, another insanely talented yeah. player so i won't i won't go on about johnny yeah. again so manyonga will be there i'm going to have three three in, uh, in in the middle there yeah. i'll i'll do a 4-5-1 i guess Mm. which is unfair again but I'll, i'll just do that 451 another guy in midfield would be uh, eugene man cuz um another top quality midfielder man eugene is just he's just insane man. like he's a on his day like i would rate him on par with any other foreigner in midfield yeah. cuz he's got everything he's he's a complete midfielder for me eugene can tackle can shoot can head is quick is got everything and is super intelligent as a footballer deceptively so quick yeah, yeah very yeah. very quick so we we realized is actually when we did all those uh, we had all those physical tests like sprint tests and jump tests and eugene was right up there with everybody else yeah. like he was one of the quickest he had one of the best leaps in the team uh, his short sprints also he was right up there so that's when we realized how good he was and obviously like he was so good on the ball can shoot left foot right foot so eugene in the middle on the left i'll go for for sunil cuz sunil sunil man yeah, yeah 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 like yeah. i mean he's he's got it man has been consistent all these years so sunil has to be there and uh, on the right on the right is going to be a tough one uh, i can't think of a right winger at the moment there like there's so many oh i got to say steven dyer sir right winger mm-hmm. for me 
I think Steven Dice uh, is another unbelievable football. I don't think there's been a better crosser of the ball. Um, so Steven Dice had to be there on the right wing. I can't believe I forgot Venkatesh, man, my all-time favorite Indian midfielder. <laughs> I put him out, <laughs> but I'll keep him on the on the bench then because I I don't want to change the formation now. But but yeah, Steven on the right and up front. Up front would be another tough one. Yeah, play with some really. Really good players and and I think I'd uh, I think it would be Robbie Keane. I have to say Robbie Keane. It would be unfair if I if I if I didn't take his name because again he was just just quality the guy man. Like again different yeah. level, different level as a footballer. I mean I'm torn between Robbie Keane. There's there's so many there's Bart there's a, there's a lot of players but I think I'll I'll go with Robbie Keane. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's my four five one. Insane. Robbie Keane, when he came yeah. to Bangalore, I was watching him train. And he yeah. did this in the rondo that you guys do. The, yeah. He took one touch with the on the back with his uh, feet on the ground with the laces yeah. and flicked it at the same time. Uh, me yeah. and uh, Akash, you know from BFC, right? Akash and I. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we were both staring and then we were looking at each other thinking, what the fuck did he just do? Yeah. Man, this guy is insane, man. The things he would do in training, Robbie, and we would actually like some of the stuff he would do in training and just get on with it. Like he does it on, because he does it on a regular basis. It's so normal to him. But I remember mm-hmm. we would like stop, and I would be looking at Eugene or Eugene and me or Shankar and me or Keegan and me would be looking at each other and we were like Robin or someone would be like, what the hell did he just do, man? <laughs> like, but it would just come so naturally to him, man. Like, so I mean, that's Robbie for you, man. So I had to include him there. Up front, basically. It's an insane yeah. amount of uh, class, talented players that you played with. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, going so, through my head. I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm sure I'm, I'm missed out on a lot of bigger, not bigger, but a lot of really talented footballers. But at, off the top of my head, like these are the first few names who came in. And so, so yeah. absolutely. But like you can't, you can't. Uh, I mean, all of them would be in anybody's team. So it's not like yeah, they're I mean, all insane players. Yeah. How yeah, can you leave true. out Robbie Keane or Alvaro Rubio or you know, Menyonger yeah. or someone like that? Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Darren, it is an absolute pleasure talking to you. Uh, likewise, man. Likewise. And likewise, just, yeah, and it, it, I was so, so uh, how quickly you responded to our request and everything. Absolutely. Uh, thank you so much. I think. Uh, no worries, man. Like I said, uh, the pleasure is mine. I'm like happy to be here. So, so thanks for having me here. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Darren.